We are back with another episode of the Event Buzz podcast presented by Purple Pass. Today's guest is the director at MMCY Tech that specializes in building remote teams and event technology, Valerie Bowden. Her vision is to specifically grow their office in Ethiopia and make the country known as a destination for top talent. The best part of her job is helping new clients achieve success through their teams. From outsourcing talent and teams to working with remote teams and virtual events, we have a lot to talk about. So welcome to the show, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Thanks for coming on to the show. We are so excited to talk to you today and kind of learn more about virtual and remote teams since that is your specialty. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So I did let the listeners know a little bit about you, but I wanted to kind of go more into MMYC Tech and what you guys specialize in. Yes. So I'm the director of outsourcing at MMCY Tech. And what we do is we build remote teams for our clients in the US and around the world. We started off about 11 years ago, providing just event technology support. Um, So we were doing a lot of work with events and mobile apps. And then during um, COVID, we actually found there was a huge need just to provide more remote workers. So we do that for the event industry and also um, different industries throughout the U.S. Awesome. I just realized I said MMYC. Sorry. I I know it's MMCY. I swear I have... I swear I have like semi-adult dyslexia because I do that all the time. But just going to let everyone know. I know I said that wrong. But awesome. Cool. And so what type of remote teams are you guys building? Is it for um, anything and everything? Whoever needs a team put together? We have definitely a wide range. Um, I mean, we work with half of the CMI 25 lists. We're definitely very integrated into the meetings and incentive industry. We love event planners. We love providing resources for them. But we also work with tech companies who need developers. We work with businesses in different fields who need sales reps and cold callers. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of different things. That is nice. And so what are some jobs um, you would kind of recommend that event planners outsource for their events? That would be very helpful. Yes, that's a great question. I think for event planners, the first one is the technology piece. Um, Unless you're a tech person, which I am not. (laughs) Thankfully, I married someone who is. And because we work at a tech company, you know, 80% of our company is is a developer or a tech person. Um, But if you're not that, I mean, why not outsource your event registration page? You could do um, live IT help desk support could be could be outsourced um, mobile apps. I think those are some great things. Um, Mm -hmm. So if the technology gives you a headache, let someone who specializes and loves it do it for you. Yeah. I think the other one is also, again, like I have a special focus in our company on the SDR piece. So that's like sales reps, business development representatives. So you could have cold callers or cold emails sent out um, to either promote your events or to promote your company and help you get more clients. So I think that's a really great um, additional piece to outsource. Yeah. And like you said, IT, I think that one, if I was an event planner, that would be like my go-to having live support. Because 
it's just nice. No matter the event size, it's just nice. You don't have to deal with that. You could focus on the actual event itself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it can be such a headache, especially if you're not skilled in that. So why not focus on what you do best? Do that well, and then let people in the background do the the tech part. So for event planners that want to outsource and are looking into it, where do they start? What what do they do, whether it's coming to you guys or just searching for these teams? Right. I mean, okay, so obviously I'm biased. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, I think it's important to find a good partner. Um, like I said, we work with a lot of event planners, so that's kind of our specialty. Yeah. But I know there's people who will go on Upworks or other other sites and find contractors. I think the problem is there. You don't know who you're getting. They're not dedicated. Um, You have to actively manage them more than if you're using a company like ours. So I would say definitely find find a company who has specialized in resources for your industry. Um, I think that's probably the biggest biggest thing that will help you a lot. And I know you mentioned like, getting over this fear of outsourcing. And I wanted to bring that up because is there, do people get afraid to do this? I think outsourcing seems so scary. And even my title director of outsourcing, sometimes I I hesitate to say it because, um, you know, it might not, it it sounds like you're just outsourcing to some team that you don't know very well. But Mm -hmm. I think in today's world, everybody's remote. I mean, I'm a remote worker as well. Most of our team is. And probably most of your company, there's a lot of remote workers. So you're basically just finding remote workers who are just located in a different country than you are. But once you get them on the phone and you get to meet them and you integrate them into your company, you realize that you guys have so much in common. They work well. You probably watch the same TV shows as them. So it's really not as scary once you get started. Yeah, I totally agree. But I I can see the fear. It's just not knowing. But because we're such a remote world now, I think it might be a little easier because we're just used to this weird work environment where you work with people that you know, but you don't really know. Like you've never met them. It's weird. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I think it also is like, how well do you onboard them? Because I think Mm -hmm. when you're thinking about outsourcing, you think it's just like a separate company, but really these are people who become an extension of your team. So when you onboard them, it's important to create like a really good playbook. That's what we do for all of our clients. So we come up with the workflow, um, the training process. If it's if they're reaching out, if they're cold calling, what is their script? We do everything so that they really represent your company um, and they become like an extension of your team, you know? So it doesn't seem scary at all. And so I know you mentioned that you work with a lot of event planners and stuff. Have you guys noticed a trend with the uh, virtual events versus in-person? Are you noticing virtual events climbing or are we going back to more in-person? What what have you we, been seeing? We have definitely seen a switch with more people doing in-person, mm-hmm. which is so nice to finally yes. see. Um, I mean, I love an in-person event, so I'm happy to see that that's happening, but I would say most of our event planners are still kind of integrating the hybrid model. So they're, they're learning that virtual events have so many advantages as well. So most of the events we're doing are hybrids. It's in-person, but people can join virtually. Um, and I think that trend is here to stay. Do you think that virtual or in-person events, do you think they should kind of always have in the back burner, like be prepared to go virtual yes. if something were to happen. 
A hundred percent. I mean, even if you look at China right now, they just got totally shut down again because of COVID. Even their oh, really? Them. I did not hear yes. that. Yes. Yes. No. So, um, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but I mean, it, you just don't know. And then, what if you plan only for in person, and then uh, government yeah. restrictions come in place, then you've you've lost your whole event. And so, and then in today's world, when people are used to virtual events, like why not? You can attract more people. Um, you can make more money. You can serve more people. So why not offer both? Yes. And and speaking of technology, because I, I know you mentioned this as well, I wanted to bring up the idea of having a mobile app for an event. Because again, this could be something that's intimidating. I don't... Just because it's a whole app dedicated to yeah. your event, I don't know. Um, do, would you recommend a mobile app for every event or does it, is it a certain type of event that you think should have it? I would say always. Like, why not? I mean, I think people these days are on their phone more than even their laptop. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about a mobile app is it it really increases engagement. It can be super helpful. Um, it creates community. You can gamify it. So it's super fun. And you can tailor it so that people who do the in-person events have a different version of the app than people who do the virtual event. So you can make it different. Um, and again, like especially when you can outsource this and have an event app built on a, you know, a really affordable um, pay scale. Like why not? It, it just helps you. Yeah, and I I think it brings a professional aspect to the table. Like, mm-hmm. look at us. We have. We have an, an app, like we know what we're yes. doing. <laughs> yeah, it looks huge. And, you know, we've seen that it drives engagement for the content, for the speakers, and especially for the sponsors. So, I mean, that's how you make your money is having really good sponsors on board. So you want to be able to promote them and having an app that helps people um, is going to actually help your ROI in the, in the end. Yeah. And I totally can see the app for being extremely handy for conferences or conventions where there's multiple things going on, schedules, maybe like what to bring, transportation, different things on there, connecting this community. Um, But then I know there's smaller events that I don't always know if it's necessary to have a mobile app, but you're saying you think so? I think so. Unless it's maybe an event, maybe towards an older generation who wouldn't be as um, yeah. phone friendly. Like I honestly cannot see my mom ever downloading <laughs> an app. Um, but I think if there's any younger people there, it's it's just worth doing. Yeah. And I was talking to um, a guest on a previous interview. We were talking about how events, it shouldn't be like one and done, but you you should be building this community so that it's becomes easier for you to sell tickets when the event does come up because it's just part of this community that is ready to go. And I could see an event app having that, having that year round and maybe using it to put other things on there that's not just centralized around an event could also be helpful. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not just something you put on your your checklist and you're like done. App is done. Like it if I think if you use it a smart way, like you're saying, build community, keep it up year round. Um, it's gonna be create like a really rich experience and it's definitely gonna help you sell for the next event. Yes, exactly. So um do you just to before I leave you for working with remote teams since you are the expert, do you have any tips for not just event planners, but businesses in general that are working in remote teams, like 
for better management or communication? Do you have any tips you'd want to throw out there? I think the biggest thing is to make sure you're really integrating them. So I've seen a bigger difference when your remote team is joining your daily standups, when they're attending the same training as your in-house team, um, when you're meeting them regularly. I think that makes it makes a really big difference. So don't think of them as kind of remote and outsiders. Like they are yeah. just as much of your team as anybody who's actually in your building. I agree. And include them as much as possible. And yeah, I always feel like when you also when we bring on like when you bring on someone new that's part of the team, maybe do like a meet and greet. So we actually know mm-hmm. who we're talking to. <laughs> this new name doesn't yes. pop up and then you're like, okay. <laughs> Hey. Yeah. Like, who is that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Do meet and greets. If you have Slack, you know, welcome them to the team so everybody knows who they are. Um, there's a lot of ways, but treat them like any other any other team member. Yeah. I don't know why sometimes that's forgotten. I think we just get used to the luxury of having this remote person so we can add mm-hmm. them in right away and we're like, let's go. But we forget. No, like you got to do the same thing that the in-person had to go through. So, um, right. And yeah, I think the teams are, I mean, remote teams are so critical. Um, we had one of our clients, their whole, their whole company broke out with COVID. So they were all out for two weeks. They got no work done. And the only people who were kind of still working was our remote team for them. So, I mean, it's important to realize that these remote workers, they may be your only workers at times when your other ones are out. Yeah, 100%. So if someone did want to work with you or reach out to you, um, what would they need to do? Is it simply reach out or kind of know beforehand, obviously, what they're trying to outsource, what their goals are and talk to you guys about it? Um, No, I mean, if you just are like, maybe I do need a sales team or maybe I don't want to build my own event. Maybe I can't handle this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, You could just go to our website, mmcytech.com or send us an email at contact at mmcytech.com. And we can just set up like a consultation call. So we can kind of maybe go through your business and see where we think we'd be a good fit. And then if it works, that's great. And if not, there's like no pressure. You know, we're really just here to to help serve. So we love meeting with companies and seeing if we can be a solution for them. Awesome. And I think that's so important because that is the future, whether we some people like it or not. Like we are moving more and more towards remote. And once people get into the remote zone, they're not going back. I know a lot of people are like, I'm <laughs> yeah. not going back into the office. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't imagine not getting to wear yoga pants every day. Right? Yeah, no. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. So I think it's definitely 100% the way of the future and people need to capitalize on it more and more. And remote workers tend to work, not that, not to invalue Mm in-person workers at all, but I feel like remote workers are really productive. And some people, I don't know, some people in the beginning had a hard time believing that, but I think there is yeah. a lot of motivation because they want to keep the job and stay home. So they're like, let yeah. me show you what I can do. <laughs> exactly. And I would also just say really quickly that if it doesn't matter if you're a small company or a big company, I think outsourcing is the smartest thing you can do for your business. Because if you're small, you can hire so many more workers who can like build your team quickly than you, than you could otherwise. And, you know, we work 
mainly with Fortune 500 companies. So we're seeing these big companies outsourcing, and that's why they're they're getting ahead so quickly because they can they have a bigger labor force. Yeah. So outsourcing is like your secret weapon to to really establishing yourself and becoming a bigger bigger company. Yes, a hundred percent. I totally agree. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today and kind of just going over this this trend that is becoming very important for event planners to utilize, like you said, and helping them get ahead of the game and not have to wear all these multiple hats. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it's my pleasure. I think the past couple of years have been just so difficult. And I've been so in awe of how event planners have become creative and resourceful. And it's such a like a resilient industry. So I'm just like, oh, how can we help you guys even more? We're already like the heroes of this story. Oh my gosh. Yes. No, I totally (laughs) appreciate it. And that's why we're doing this kind of like to help spread the word out to all these other event planners. And you know, give them all the resources they need to keep on going. Cause I mean, we made it through the two years somehow. Like, yeah, it's amazing. So, it's, 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 amazing. it's huge. So yeah. I'm glad you guys are doing this and thank you so much for having me. It was, it's been really fun.